How's everybody doing? This is Louie from AZ Central, back with another I Am Your Father podcast. It's a podcast I try to do every week, though sometimes I skip a week, about parenting and more specifically about fatherhood. And talk a little bit about my son and kind of how he relates to me in my world and how maybe some of my craziness hopefully doesn't completely break him. So the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about the idea of punishment, that dynamic of punishment between parents and children and and, you know, obviously it changes and it evolves as, as the kids get older and as the parents become more experienced. And hopefully, you know, you learn from things and, and you kind of can figure things out a little better. I'm still kind of trying to feel my way through it. And, and my wife and I are still kind of trying to feel our way through what works for him, you know, because he's, I mean, every child, every person is different. They respond to different things, motivated by different things and for sure are afraid of and can be different, uh, disciplined different ways. I will tell you that we don't spank. Like, I don't believe in it. I, I think it's insane to do that. But I still wanted to talk a little bit about why I got to that point and how and why I think maybe other people, other parents just kind of disagree with that and, and why they may, may, why they might choose to spank their children and, and maybe where I think that comes from. And again, I'm just drawing from my own personal experience. I, I did read some studies about it and pretty much every study I've read, every article I've read about the studies in general suggest that spanking is not universally uniformly whatever the word might be there effective and doesn't always get the goals that parents think it does and it's a it's a controversial thing i think for parents to discuss and kind of sometimes awkward because there seems to be or at least there seems to have been this kind of overall societal rule that you have to hit your children my theory on it is that it comes from parents being afraid or a sense of powerlessness that you have and sometimes helplessness right it's very scary. I have a running theory. It's very scary to be a parent and it spikes the, the, the fear of being a parent spikes in moments. So if you tell your child not to do something because you know, doing that will harm them in some way and they do it anyway, it's frightening and you get scared and you get angry because they're not listening to you. And sometimes there's a natural reaction to lash out. Um, cert certainly if you're like me, where like when I was a, when I was younger, if I had if I was angry or upset, I might punch a hole in a wall or something. Right. I, I used to get angry a lot. And so you get angry and you get nervous and afraid in those moments where you're trying to get your kid to stop doing something that, you know, could hurt, get, get them hurt. And for some reason, a lot of us then feel the need to correct that action by hitting them, by, in effect, hurting them. And for me personally, I don't understand that and I don't understand it because of my own personal experience as a child. Well, growing up as a kid, I was spanked pretty routinely. You can make the case I was beaten like a lot, like a lot. I was spanked a lot and it did nothing to curb my uh, behavior. It did nothing to change how I do things. It did nothing at all to, to, to unspoil me, right? The old gimmick of spare the rod, spoil the child is, is insanity because it's just not universal. It's just not universally effective. And I don't understand people who think it is. And I think a lot of the times people just take their own personal experience and think it's, it's, it's universal. And I think that's probably what I'm doing. Maybe that's what I am doing right now. But I can tell you that me being spanked and being beaten all the time did absolutely nothing to change my behavior. If anything, now that I can look back and examine it, it kind of made it worse because I have in me a very rebellious streak. Anybody who knows me, anybody who pays, spends any time with me, bosses, coworkers, listening to this probably, hopefully right now are laughing because I have a massive rebellious streak that has always been with me. 
all the time. Teachers were perpetually frustrated with me because I was the kid who was probably smarter than a lot of the kids in there, but just didn't really do the work needed to show that. I was the kid that would do kind of what was required to get by and every once in a while I would show kind of moments of brilliance. And that was true of everything I did in sports. I was pretty good at, you know, at my level for my size, for my whatever, for football I was pretty good. And I just eventually got bored with it and moved on. And I never really quite was a go-getter and was like at the front of the class doing stuff. And had I been, I think I probably could have done a lot better, in, for sure could have done a lot better in grades and probably in life. But I, I was a frustrating kid because I just didn't really care a lot about what you had to say if you were an authority figure. I never really took it as face value. I always kind of questioned your authority and I always looked for the loophole in your process. And that was especially true of my parents. Uh, I can tell you a story when I was in, in prom in high school and I had the truck and my mother said to bring the home, the truck home, our truck home. I think it was by two o'clock. So I did that. I brought the truck home at two o'clock and then I left and I left a note saying the truck was here by two o'clock. I literally wrote the words and left a note. The truck was here by two o'clock. I went back out. I went back out with my friend and stayed out all night because she said bring the truck home at two o'clock. She didn't say you come home at two o'clock. And to be fair, I didn't really have a curfew. So, you know, but I got in trouble for that. And I didn't care because I knew I was getting in trouble, but I just didn't care. So I was one of those kids that the idea of being in trouble and getting in trouble just did nothing for me. It did not motivate me to act better. And looking back, I think maybe a little bit more of a conversation, a little bit more of some some emotional support maybe would have done that. I don't know, honestly. I don't know. But I'm looking now at my son and I see some of that in him. I see some of that rebelliousness in him. And I see his ability to absolutely look me right in the face and just not care what I have to say. And he's not quite there yet, but I see that. And so I know that I don't have the kind of child that spanking will correct the behavior. As a matter of fact, I believe I have the kind of child that was kind of like me, where any kind of spanking might momentarily stop him, but it won't long-term wise do anything to make him quote unquote, a better kid. So our challenge is to find an alternative way to do that through communication, through you know, discipline, taking things away, introducing things, introducing scenarios, changing the scenario, you know, separating him from the problem, separating the problem from him, and then talking to him about why we did that. And this all sounds crazy to people who spanked their kids, and I understand that. But for me, that's the way I think we're going to have to go, because spanking my son is absolutely not an option. First of all, I don't have the mental capacity to do it. I can't look at this three-year-old boy in the face and then hit him. I don't understand people who can, and I don't understand what has to be inside of you and how your brain has to work to think that's okay to do it with any kind of consistency and to do it with any kind of force. Nudging, correcting, I think it's probably okay, but to actively hit your child with a device, with a belt, or like my parents did with anything in the room, I think takes a little bit of a disconnect there that I just don't have. Oddly enough, I am the least emotional person you're probably going to meet. But for some reason, when I look at my son, I can't bring myself to hit him. I'm a big guy. I'm kind of strong for my, you know, I don't work out or anything, but I'm a big grown man that has a little bit of force behind a swing. And to connect with a three-year-old child is, to me, pretty savage. And I don't have what it, what it what's required to do that. And I'm kind of thankful for that because my parents definitely did. And somehow I was I came out of that thinking... I'm not going to do that. And now that I have my son, I, I'm very confident and very secure in the fact that I cannot hit him. I don't have that ability. So I have to find something else. I have to be smarter than him. I have to be smarter than the situation. And I have to be absolutely consistent. 
and how I apply these rules that we're trying to create. So one thing I do know about my son is if I tell him don't do that or else, that or else has to matter. And I can't tell him multiple times not to do something or else because he'll know that I will do that multiple times. My wife, on the other hand, as a child and as a person, you don't need any of that. She grew up innately, just naturally, with the desire to not get into trouble. She didn't want to get into any trouble. And that, that was her great fear. She doesn't want to get into trouble. She doesn't want people to be mad at her when she was in kid and she was in high school and you know, growing up. And so you didn't need to really do a lot of discipline there, right? She was not me. I didn't care about getting in trouble. I sometimes relished in it. And my son, I think, hopefully is a mix of the two where he does sometimes doesn't want to disappoint us and doesn't want to get upset. And if he sees that we're kind of upset, he will sometimes start crying. He will sometimes be upset by that and seek us for approval. But then there's other times where he just doesn't care. And he hopefully is a mix of both of us. And I hope and pray that he is more her than I when it comes to how he responds to discipline. But it's our job to see how he responds to discipline and to adjust accordingly. And it's not our job, I don't think, to automatically start beating him about the head and the body because he won't listen to what we're saying. I just don't understand the logic behind that. And maybe that'll change because I realize anger is a motivating factor and I realize fear is a motivating factor for parenting. And I've gotten to that edge. I've gotten there where we're like, oh my God, I'm losing my mind right now because he won't listen to me. And having to adjust my emotions and having to adjust our process and our approach to it instead of immediately starting to hit the kid. So the idea of spanking is something that I think about a lot. I lived a lot with it because I was a kid who got beat, you know, just, I don't know, man, eighties, nineties was a different time. I think now a lot of us growing up, if we got hit, if we hit our kids the way we got hit, we would be in jail. So I think maybe as a, you know, as a society, we've kind of adjusted, but I do know from being spanked and from being hit, that it's not something I want to go ahead and do with my son it's something that I need to fight against and work against because I do get angry. I do get afraid of what happening and what, what might happen to him if he doesn't listen. And that's a fearful thing, right? But I also know that I have to make adjustments to that. And I can't just automatically do what in that moment of fear and anger is the most basic and natural thing to do. I need to separate myself from that and think calmly about why he's doing what he's doing and what I can do to change that scenario. That's this week's podcast. I hope you guys are doing really well. I appreciate all the listens. Go on iTunes. Uh, I am your father on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter, Louis Villalobos. Instagram, Louis Villalobos. Uh, I try to be relatively active. So please, you know, give me a shout out. Say hi. Say thanks. Say whatever you want to say. Don't thank me. That's stupid. But just say hi. Let me know how you're doing. Hope you guys are doing really well. Thank you for everything. Bye.